Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Now we present an encore presentation of Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. Well, what a week. The uh, markets, the Dow, S&P, NASDAQ, all up for the week. The Dow up 12.67%, S&P up 12.10%, NASDAQ up 1059 before we took a break on Friday for Good Friday. So happy Easter weekend, everybody. The uh, S&P 500 had its best week since, get this, October of 1974. Well, what what helped the markets this week? Of course, the massive federal stimulus that started uh, last week that we talked about on the weekend, last weekend. And then this week we had Bernie drop out of the race on Wednesday. And this was a positive for stocks as Biden is seen as the more business-friendly candidate. So that, that did help. And then the markets liked the possibility of the virus. The virus continues to be the theme. And so as it was looking like it was starting to peak in Europe and certainly in New York City, the market started to enjoy that. Because you may remember the previous rallies of the past, uh, let's call it six weeks we've seen, have been driven by one, first starting out with the massive Fed easing, then, two, we had the big stimulus report uh, from the government and all the programs that came out last week that we went over. And then Monday, this past Monday, we saw a, a really big rally. And Monday's rally was a bit different as it was the first one to occur because of some potentially good news on the coronavirus. If that good news continues, it also makes this rally more sustainable. So good news on the virus remains the key variable when it comes to the three larger markets here, the Dow, the S&P, and the NASDAQ. Looking forward, what do I see? Everything really depends right now on the spread of the virus. The current market outlook is this, and this is what uh, some of the prices I'm going to give you right now. First of all, it reflects a peak in the virus in the next few weeks. This is what the market's pricing in this past week. And so by the end of April, and then second, a gradual reopening of the economy by, say, mid to late summer, that likely equates to a recession in 2020, but also a pretty substantial recovery during Q3 and Q4 of 2020 and into early 2021. So the outlook improves a little bit. It gets better if this scenario, if the virus peaks and we see a more rapid than expected decline in infections or a quicker than expected reopening of the economy. If the economy is substantially reopened, let's say the malls reopen and we get busy again and people start traveling and the airlines are back to running somewhat uh, smoothly again and close to capacity, say families start taking summer vacations, by mid to late June, that would reflect an upside surprise. And it's possible that the economy recoups much of what was lost uh, here in 2020, thereby making 2021 a generally normal year. 
In that scenario, I'm looking for uh, an upside of, say, 10 to 15 percent from where we are right now. And you can see the S&P very well test the 3000 mark once again. The if it gets worse scenario, and this is still out there, still a lot of people talking about this. This is simply that the virus does not peak. These uh, hoped for positive indications in the data are near are merely a head fake that we're seeing right now. And the economy remains largely shut down through the summer and we have to shelter in place much longer. You probably heard the debate this week was coming out about California being its own nation state. And so what does that mean? Uh, if there is no football season, I hate to equate this to football, but football is going to have something to do to do with it. Uh, then the economic outlook will be significantly worse than is currently priced in. And if that's the case, if this happens, then it's it's likely that we could see 2000 on the S&P 500 again. Now, that's a big difference from where we are right now, getting close to 2750. And that's because the length and depth of this downturn will mean a substantial and likely deeper recession. So that's really where the uh, action is right now. And the other question I had this week, which was a really good one I'd like to bring up now, is about inflation. Let me read this to you. Quote, this came from Ryan. Ryan asks, more than a few people have brought up the, the prospect that all of these Fed dollars and spending programs will eventually be inflationary. And the question that followed was where to be positioned to best take advantage of that scenario playing out. Is it too soon to be thinking that way? Question. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, <clears throat> inflation is certainly the logical result of the massive Fed easing and stimulus that we've seen. And this has been historic, actually greater than we saw in 2008, 2009, and much more rapid. So there's two conclusions you can draw from this. First, inflation takes a lot longer to appear than most think. Second, how does inflation appear in the economy? It's much more nuanced than was previously thought. So it's entirely possible that one might get the rise in inflation right, but not get the investment gain that come with it. Looking at the first point, I don't think it's too soon to be thinking about inflation, but it is too soon to be acting on it in your portfolio. That's because while we have seen an enormous increase in the Fed's balance sheet and the supply of money for inflation to occur, we need to see increased demand for that money, which means the economy needs to be back in full swing. We need to see the banks freely lending. We need to see demand, and this likely will not start to be a material acceleration until later in the summer or fall if, as I said earlier, starts to open up and happen again. And despite the optimism of this past week, there still remains a lot of uncertainty with the forecast of the virus. So looking beyond the timing of that, the bigger question you need to consider is where will inflation appear or how should you be positioned to be more specific? Remember, after 0809, inflation appeared but it appeared in assets, stocks, bonds, houses, real estate, boats, cars. It didn't appear in consumer goods. So unless something radically changes, I'd expect inflation to appear in assets once again. And that's important because in the textbook, to hedge against inflation, you're supposed to buy gold, commodities, treasury inflation protected securities, and equities of companies with low elasticity of demand. But remember, that didn't work after 0809. Instead, the correct play was buy growth stocks, tech, overweight equities. Don't reduce 
your bond holdings because it's not typical inflation. Don't buy gold commodities. Buy real estate, especially homes, dwellings as opposed to commercial. As of right now, I think that remains the correct inflation playbook for those who have a medium to uh, longer term perspective. Next week, let's look at what's happening next week. We're going to have some earnings coming out, and that's also going to be fascinating to see how some of these companies are actually making money in this historic change that we're in now. Tuesday, we'll see Johnson & Johnson, uh, obviously very important in the uh, biotech space. You've got the, the financials coming out, Wells Fargo, Chase, uh, Wednesday, Citibank, B of A. Thursday, we're going to see, again, more um, bio, Rite Aid, Abbott, all related to this medical pandemic that's going on economic news next week we're going to see the empire state manufacturing on uh, on uh, wednesday and thursday you got the philadelphia fed so those are both manufacturing of course we want to see if manufacturing slowing down because it probably is and then uh, on t- on wednesday we'll have business inventories and on thursday housing starts so once again what will that look like how will that affect what's ultimately going to happen here in the market very good question so When we come back, one of the most common disagreements and conflicts between couples has to do with money. Find out when I come back how to design a retirement that keeps you both happy during these uncertain times. You are listening to the Protect Your Asset Show. I am David Hollander. We'll be right back. A Kojo Media Experience. 